1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, Regarding people coming
0: and going from Alberta, though, uh, new numbers from Statistics Canada, the fourth consecutive quarter that we've seen a net outflow of people from Alberta. Obviously, there was a time not too long ago where we were seeing a whole lot of people coming here constantly, maybe more than we could handle. A new figure show about 22,000 people left Alberta, 18,000 arrived in the last quarter. So I guess that's a net loss of 4,000 people, a fairly small number, uh, but still it's, it's a change. And so how concerned should we be about it? Maybe there's, there's some relief that we're not bringing in a whole lot of people right now. But I think it does tell us something about the state of the economy. Joining us for some thoughts, Trevor Toom joins us, uh, assistant professor of economics, University of Calgary. Trevor, great to talk to you again. Welcome back to the show.
1: Hi, great to be here.
0: Um, and by the way, and, and I don't know if you've been following the, the case of this, this OJKIS, uh produce, uh, the, the greenhouse. But I mean, you know, we'll be we looking at what's, what's coming, what businesses are, are potentially facing and, and kind of where we stack up against other provinces. Do, do you see cause for concern there?
1: Yeah, so I think there there are a lot of policy changes. You mentioned them at the top of uh, top of the show here: the minimum wage, the the carbon tax, uh, corporate income tax increases, uh, that sort of thing. And so, for businesses to be concerned about their relative position to their you know, competitors in other provinces, uh, I think it is quite legitimate. I'd, I'd say though that we should focus on the most uh, effective tools to address those competitiveness concerns, rather than what appears to be just um, Uh, a visceral focus on the carbon tax, and so I'd point to corporate income tax reductions, for example, as a a policy change that has a lot of evidence behind it that would go quite some ways uh, towards improving the overall competitiveness of Alberta's economy and businesses in particular.
0: All right. Well, let's talk about people coming and going from Alberta here. Obviously, we, we had a long streak uh, of being the province that people were moving to. When, when did that begin to change?
1: So, yeah, we've seen, the, as you mentioned, four quarters here of people leaving Alberta uh, on net. The last time, though, that happened was just a few years ago in the financial crisis. But prior to that, you'd have to go back to the early 90s. But to find a period where we had almost 4,000 people net leaving the province for other provinces, you'd have to go all the way back to 1988. So the numbers that we're seeing right now are quite large, a little over 1,200 people uh, per month. Uh, It's worth noting, though, that this is the difference between two large numbers. I mean, a lot of people are moving in. More people are moving into Alberta than are moving into B.C., for example. That's just offset by uh, many more people leaving Alberta.
0: Okay, and what do these numbers mean, or how much significance do you as an economist put in these numbers? What do they tell us about what's happening in in Alberta and in Canada?
1: Well, clearly this is a response to the slowing economy in Alberta and the declining employment opportunities. And it's not just interprovincial migration as well. We're seeing a drop-off in the number of temporary foreign workers, for example, those who are here on work permits but they aren't Canadian permanent residents. That number is down about 30,000 from the peak in 2014. But it's not just Alberta. Every single province in Canada except two had a net outflow uh, of interprovincial migrants. So it's only Ontario and BC where the inflow exceeds the outflow. And then there are also some interesting movements uh, if you look kind of where people are coming from and where they're going. So for example, more people are moving from Saskatchewan into Alberta than, than the uh, reverse direction.
0: Interesting, well, but what's the situation in Saskatchewan now?
1: Yeah, so they're also seeing more people leaving Saskatchewan than entering. Last quarter they had about 2,000 people almost uh, more leave than entered. And so as a fraction of their population, that's an even greater net interprovincial outflow.
0: I also see in these stats here when it comes to uh, natural increase, which would be, I guess, babies being born, uh, we still lead the way. What does that tell us about? I mean, does Alberta have a a younger population, a higher birth rate?
1: Yeah, our population is much younger than the other provinces. So we're unique in how low our median age is. I believe it's about 36, whereas most other provinces are around 40. And the fraction of our population that's over the age of 65 is also quite a bit lower than elsewhere. So we had nearly 10,000 more births than deaths Uh, in Alberta. That's much more, almost triple uh, as much as we'd find in B.C., and it's more even than Quebec. So even though Alberta is a smaller province than Quebec and a little smaller than B.C., we have a much larger increase due to births over deaths just because of our uh, typically younger population.
0: Now, and I know you follow a lot of the data that, that tell the story of what's going on in Alberta and there, there's an abundance of it. I know sales data you track, obviously, the, the big stuff, GDP, et cetera. I mean, there, there seem to be an, enough clues out there that suggest maybe we, we bottomed up. Maybe there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. When we look at these these migration numbers, the number seems to keep going up. Does does that trend tell us anything about what's seen to be a, a broader trend of some some gradual recovery?
1: So the the labor market is going to heal with a lag, and so even if the recession has ended, I think it's. You know, it's looking like the recession did end uh, kind of at the tail end of this last summer. That's kind of what some analysis by ATB, the Conference Board, the Bank of Canada suggests. But it'll take time for the employment opportunities to return. The Conference Board doesn't anticipate the unemployment rate will return to its 5% pre-recession level until late into 2019. So it's going to take some time. And until the those uh, employment opportunities return, uh, we're not going to see, I don't think, the migration flows return either. It's going to be much more likely those Albertans who are unemployed and here uh, taking those jobs first.
0: When we look at B.C. and Ontario, where we, people seem to be going for, for the most part, are, are they seeing enough job growth in those provinces to, to handle that influx?
1: Yeah, it looks like they are at the moment, certainly. I mean, the, the rising unemployment is uh, characteristic of the oil-producing provinces, not the other provinces. So the economies in B.C. and Ontario are, are, are looking pretty good, in, and that's why people are, are moving there uh, rather than to other provinces.
0: You know, when we had all those years of a tremendous influx into Alberta, almost maybe more than we could handle, as some suggested at the time, are, are we still recovering from that? Is, is there almost the, the silver lining in all of this bad news that, that we're able to, to play some catch-up here?
1: Yeah, so if we look back at 2012, 2013, 2014, we had population growth rates of 2.7%, 3.1%, and then 2.6%. So now we're, we're looking at a population growth rate of about one6 So. Uh, quite a bit lower than those earlier three years. And I'd say that uh, we saw the provincial government kind of scrambling to keep up with school construction, just to take one example. And so having a a population growth that's not quite so high, I mean, 3% in a year is pretty substantial. Uh, we'll We'll provide some breathing room in terms of the infrastructure that's still ongoing at the moment, in particular the hospitals and the schools and the roads. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is still noteworthy. Uh, 18,000 people came here. I've been getting some texts from listeners saying that even that seems like a, a big number, given everything Alberta's dealing with. Why why are people coming here?
1: Yeah, it, I mean, the economy as a whole in Alberta, I would say, is fairly strong. I mean, the, the job losses that we've seen are concentrated and deep and long-lasting, so I don't want to belittle them, but it's affecting uh, the oil and gas workers, which did have a, a large number of interprovincial employees, for example, and brought in a lot of uh, workers also from from abroad, but there are many growing sectors in the province too. Service sector employment, for example, is way up uh, from where it was prior to the recession. So the 18,000 people that are moving into Alberta—that that is a big number. It's it's. The second largest inflow number of any province, so we're behind only Ontario on that front. And so there, there are opportunities, there are bright spots in Alberta's economy, um, just, just not, in, not in resources and not in support activities for oil and gas in particular.
0: Very interesting. Trevor, we'll leave it there, as always. Appreciate the insight, and uh, thanks for joining us here.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. Take care.
0: You too. Trevor Toom, uh, Professor of Economics, University of Calgary, also affiliated with the School of Public Policy at the U of C. We'll take a quick break here. Back with more. Time for your calls. Text as well, 403-974-8255. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.